<laughs> okay, so hello. It's December. Welcome to the December cast. <laughs> <laughs> What day is it today? It's the first of December. I'm so excited. We are time stamping ourselves. People are going to realize, hey, these podcast episodes aren't coming out <laughs> day and day. <laughs> It's it's what the people deserve. Like, I, aren't we like six weeks ahead? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's relaxing. It is relaxing. Hello from the past. <laughs> But it it makes things weird because it's like if we make a executive decision, uh-huh. things don't get pipelined in for like six months or six weeks. Pardon me. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. One more time. Welcome to the December cast. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, yeah, we're here. We're live. It's the uh, it's the season of chapped faces and then cold extremities. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. It's pretty warm. <sighs> it still hasn't snowed. Yeah, I know. But it's like every time the winter comes around, I'm like, oh wow, I hate this. Do you for yeah. real? Yeah, for many reasons. I miss the sun though. I looked at myself and I was like, you need sunshine. But it's been like. A pretty uh, sunny winter. I mean, my melanin is kind of looking sad right now. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" Oh, Jesus! What? Like, we we need some. I need some bronzer. Mm. I need some help. <laughs> mm, I, I see. Just, I feel very like ghostly. Like this is like dead me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You feel like paler. Yeah, it is not the vibe. Mm. For for myself, it's kind of like in the winter time. I'm pale. Mm. And then in the summertime, since I stay indoors all the time, I'm also pale. <laughs> But yeah, wintertime. Um, wintertime has me thinking of snow. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. Something that we don't really get a lot of here in Vancouver. Which is so sad. Yeah. But also good because people drive like, oh my gosh. Not great here. I'm always afraid for my life. But okay, that had me thinking about places that do have a lot of snow. Okay. Darlene, can you think of a place that has a lot of snow? Like a city, or just like in general? Because I was thinking of like the Yukon territories. <laughs> my grandfather, when he immigrated to Canada, oh. was almost up in the Yukon. Oh whoa! Yeah, whoa. and then the immigration officer was like, "Dude, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make it up there." Oh, okay. Here, let me just send you to, to Vancouver. I, it was either Vancouver or Edmonton. Oh, okay. So yeah. wow, we could have maybe not known each other. I don't know. Life is weird. Yeah. That's wow. Shout out to that immigration officer. Yeah. Maybe I want to go up north to see like the Northern Lights. Yeah, you can just do it. Yeah. Just, just go. Just walk up. I don't know. I know a dude who did like a solo road trip, but this is not like a John Steinbeck novel. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, and also, like going on solo road trips here, like to go up on like the. The crazy highways like the Sea to Sky and like all these different ones. No idea. That head up north. Oh, it's it's like during this season or during like a snowier season or a colder season, it gets a little bit precarious here and there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm definitely okay. You want to bring like uh, a car with like chains on the tires. Okay, so no. Yeah, Wait. you want to bring chains with you. Were you thinking of a snowy place? Yeah, I was thinking of a snowy okay, place. Okay, what's your place? <coughs> I have a little bit of cough uh, uh, this I'm week. I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I got the black lung. Yeah, Edmonton. Oh, why were you thinking about Edmonton? Because I have a big question for you. Okay, what's should we drum roll metaphor? No, 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 no. It's not a big question. Okay. I just, I preface everything with big so people listen He's to me. He's always making me nervous. He's always like, we gotta talk. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, thank you. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's you. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Am I just a mirror? Do you just <laughs> see your reflection <laughs> in me? 
Ah. That's a bad Justin Timberlake song. Actually, the ending of that song is good. Which song? Mira? Oh, yeah. I, it's okay. Horrible. Anything past future sex love songs yeah, by just it. No, it's bad. I have a question about you in Edmonton shopping in Edmonton What's and trying to stay fly in Edmonton. I don't think okay, cuz there's cuz there's huge environmental factors, right? Oh, okay, sure. So I? like you need to be warm. Uh-huh. But then at the same time I can't imagine there's a lot of choice out there for really cool stuff, but oh. there's there's always places, right? I mean, did you want to give us like a quick shopping tour of what Edmonton's like? Uh, I will try my best. Okay, let's start like let's start like fast fashion. What what kind of fast, fast fashion, fashion does uh, Edmonton have? You know, we got the OGs, we got the Zara, we mm-hmm. got the Aritzia. Mm-hmm. We have, I think there's a hot topic in Kingsway Mall. Oh, excellent! <laughs> if y'all know what Kingsway Mall's about, then you know y- the usual hundum. You know, our there's nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, so so for fast fashion, like a bootlegger. <laughs> <laughs> um, there used to be that one store that closed down. Oh God, Forever Twenty One. No, although we do have Forever Twenty One. They're gone now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm into it. I've never shopped there before, but uh, I have a dress from there. Oh, do you? Yeah. I was the stuff was always too like short for me, and then yeah, my parents were like, "It looks like you have no trousers on. Go back." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, also, we learned that uh, Darlene's parents listen to this podcast. Hello, mom and dad. Hi. Hi. <laughs> but, okay, so shopping in Edmonton, I will... Big shout out to Anonymous. Everybody knows I love Anonymous. When they first opened, mm. so they're like a men's store, men's store. And I just randomly saw them on someone's Instagram. And I was like, oh, it looks like a concept. Because before that, we had Haven. Okay. Because before, because Haven originated in Edmonton, even though I don't know if people know that. But I went to their store and I was like, oh, like interesting. But Anonymous was like more comfortable for me to go into. And I was like, how do I come back here? So I dragged all my male friends. <laughs> I was like, oh, you want to hang out? Yeah, let's kick it. Let's, and go, then to let's go to Anonymous. <laughs> I swear, like the, they were probably like, "Why is she here again?" What what kind of brands does Anonymous carry? Anonymous has all the. Let me pull up the website so I can represent my homies properly. <laughs> you know, I don't want to put any uh, any disrespect on their names. They have a really great selection, especially for being a store that's less than I want to say like five years old. Less than five years old. I wow. think maybe I'm wrong about that. So they have their own in-house brand festival. They have all the usual, you know, like Champion, Droll de Monsieur. They have Fucked, Gorilla Group, Kappa Control, Maple, Needles, New Balance, Nike, Norse Projects, Pleasures, Polyurethane Optics. They have Pelicue, my favorite, Reborn Garments. They have Salomon Advanced. Stone Island Shadow Project. They have Valence. Interesting. They they've got a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That sounds like hey, like like three people came together, it <laughs> and it's like hey, what are you into? Streetwear. What are you into? Techwear. What are you into? Japanese fashion. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just throw all those in. We're sure to hit. I mean, it it hits. I I think it hits. The shop changes the like aesthetic often. 
so it's not standard they always have like a nice cool display by the door it's just a really great store it's really comfortable like gb key they always make you feel like you could just like they literally were like you could just come hang out you don't have to buy stuff that's um, that's dope yeah that's like what i wish anybody or everybody who worked like in a cool place would ever tell me but yeah. vancouver is very much like a this is what i have and what you don't have yeah. kind of city they're right? like where's your money at <laughs> yeah yeah buy the shit or we're not friends yeah no i love anonymous um they also have really great events I think that's the one thing. Anybody who's in Edmonton, if you see an anonymous event, you should go. They're always supporting like local music, local talent. Um, I just have so many good things to say about them. And nice. their sales are wicked. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Anonymous. Anonymous. That's the, num- the apple of my eye. That's in Edmonton. Yeah, I could go on forever. Okay. <laughs> You'll have to stop me. <laughs> All right, Darlene. What about another place? Uh, there is no other place. It's only Anonymous. Is uh, Nowhere Fast in Edmonton? Yeah, Nowhere Fast is also super, super amazing. I, I, I also have like so many good things to say about West. I remember going to Nowhere Fast maybe like four years ago for the first time. I was kind of just like, I don't know if I belong. They had this magazine I wanted. Right. And he has all these cool, like, not just skater magazines, but like the elusive, like, magazines you see in Japan. And you're like, oh, like Popeyes and like Grind and shit like that. Yeah, things like that. And I think, like, it's outside of like getting magazines at chapters, the only independent (laughs) magazine store in Edmonton closed a few years ago. So I was always like creeping people's Instagrams, being like, do you have like, the shit that is like amazing and it's gonna blow my mind and so i walked in he is so just this calming presence i feel like west just wants to understand who you are what you're about i see him really trying to support a lot of youth who are skating like yom it really touches my head that he's building this community for kids um just to make sure that like that passion is getting channeled in the right direction and he can offer them what he can what's what's the dude's name west yeah wes wes yeah like yeah. short for wesley yeah okay yeah. cool shouts out no fs you should go check it out support his brand he also has really great champion reversities that i've been trying <laughs> to get for like five years it's um he'll have whatever color and then the no fs will be like upside down just really cheeky like t-shirts that are like subversive he had one that was mimicking um little caesars but wow. it was like nowhere fast that's um that's like a huge like skate design thing yes right? it's like very much like you thought it was this thing but fuck you it's ours yes i really i love it i love wes i love the store his store as well is like really nice and chill just like i go in i don't feel pressure it's it's always a good time yeah yeah cool yeah what about what about at the upper level i know you guys do you guys have a whole run through unfortunately <laughs> I, I I really we've seen in this year big retailers like Bannies like collapse. Yeah, Colette. Which is kind of like people were not expecting it, I think. Or maybe I wasn't expecting it, I don't know. And basically wait. Sorry, Russell 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 Russell. This this, this is atmospheric. Yeah, this I ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> this three foot by three foot booth is getting a little bit warm, it's so Please excuse my crinkling of my jacket. It will help you. Licorice root. Yeah. It tastes like very strong licorice. <laughs> Just going to interrupt the, the flow of uh, whatever I was saying for that. But 
Do I have anything for you in here? <laughs> I don't know. What was I saying? <laughs> I have a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so exciting. Um, yeah, so you got, in, in terms of your, like... High end. Oh, yeah, I was talking about how Holtz... The concept of Holtz is really boring. Like, when you walk into the store, it's not exciting. Yeah. Like, I went to... Is it Macy's in New York or... Some big department store that has, like, multiple floors that's not Benny's. And that felt exciting. Yeah. I think there's a Louis Vuitton that's opening. We have Simon's. We, I think we also have a Simon's. And, like, the Simon's collection section used to be really exciting when it first opened. You'd get all this, like, Jean-Paul Gaultier, all these, like, straight from, like, New York or Paris cuts until the buyers decided that we weren't flossy enough for that. I mean, if it's if that's not what sells in Edmonton, then like unfortunately, I think like it would bring out a new type of person. Yeah. Yeah. But I I feel like the problem with the department stores is they they can't exactly change their branding to fit the clothes that are coming in. That's true. So like Holt Renfrew isn't gonna start becoming like punk chic, cute and stuff like that just because like they carry hein seal so like do you think do you think there's any validity to a department store then yeah i think uh a lot of department stores they're the ones with the buying power to bring in brands say like sakai to canada or okay. rick owens to canada okay right because you can't necessarily do that otherwise Mm-mm. right mm. unless you're kind of like a bigger independent boutique Mm. but like in terms of independent boutiques Mm. where it's less about like by changing your branding to fit the or like to buy clothes that fit your branding Mm -hmm. instead of the stuff that will sell really easily Mm -hmm. is also a money-making tactic where you get all the like-minded people who are interested in this specific kind of fashion to come to your store like 017 shop Mm -hmm in uh vancouver yeah, yeah, yeah. they carry a lot of like really really interesting a lot of them poc designers but i don't think that's the emphasis uh with like emphasis on like really really interesting kind of fucked up kind of almost unwearable cuts yeah so like y project and like which is a european brand that's like kind of like clothing as a as a riddle it taken to extreme mm. they got ambush we all know uh yoon from ambush uh, before she blew up and then now she blew up blew up and she she makes like the um the multi uh drawstring hoodies and stuff like that who who else they they carry some stuff like etudes which i don't really feel like fits their branding very well mm. but they they carry like yang li and like feng chen wang and like all these all these cool lesser known fashion designers mm-hmm. and fashion labels mm-hmm. that still have like that aren't so big that they can't do really interesting stuff yeah okay and then like adversely with like haven right yeah like their branding is pretty simple it's like all the cool japanese shit we're gonna have all the cool japanese shit (laughs) and like like we're gonna carry like the bro cool japanese shit Uh -uh. like none of like the none none of the girly stuff yeah none of the none of the vulnerable stuff yeah the it, like we're we're gonna get like we're gonna get like hard like jacket shell things and mm. stuff like that where mm. you pull and like your pants come down <laughs> when you pull like a sp- specific thing and then you pull another specific thing and your pants shoot back up you're just like whoa yeah yeah it's kind of like 
this is the manly side of Japanese fashion. That's that's Haven. I just yeah, that interesting. <sighs> There's so much. They have cool glossy floors. When <laughs> I went in there, I was like, ooh, I wonder what like the um, floor cleaning routine is. Like, do they like get them waxed once a year? Like, what's what's the cleaner doing to those? Because it was really like really glossy. Like, you could tell somebody cares about those floors. <laughs> That's what really stood out to me. Yeah, wax and buffer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, you know, it's nice that you have these fancy clothes, but um I wonder what their closing thing is like. Do they do they sweep, vacuum, mop, and then Like do they have like a cleaner that comes in? Haven, let us know. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. The people wanna know, okay? Yeah, hit us. Hit us with that. Let us know. Yeah. I'm still sad about the Sakai drop, but that's okay. Oh, I went to Holt Renfrew and I tried on a bunch of Sakai. How was that? It was fun. It looks really great on me. Yeah. It's like it was made for me. You're, f- you're like Chitose. Hook it up. Yeah, but it's like eight eight thirty five on sale. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, this is 50% off. Mm-mm-mm. This is like a faux fur fleece sort of like vest thing attached to like these great corduroys. Like it, it looks great, but yeah. it's like... You're like- <sighs> the concept is not the concept. It's so expensive. It, yeah. It's but so expensive. I, I think, like, with the past Black Friday that's happened, I realize a lot of shopping is about fantasy or, like, the thrill. Yeah. Like, I added stuff to my kit, and I was like, oh, I'll come back to this. Yeah. You and then I didn't. You got a little bit of a serotonin, like, bang. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I actually don't. I just needed the serotonin. Thank you. Uh um so so it's essence sale season right now yeah by the time this episode comes out it might be essence sale season again <laughs> Bo- boxing day <laughs> wow, I, I don't know struggling for a second i'm trying to get 80 percent off on all the garments i buy boxing day till like the first week of january shout out to real legends yeah exactly yeah and essence like their shipping is unparalleled yep. like i ordered a pair of shoes once so they're like on the east coast right here and literally shipping notification came so quickly like the next day i had my things i was like how 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 that's so fast so fast that's fucking awesome it was it was beautiful hashtag not amazon prime shipping (laughs) but yeah no there's um there's some cool retail concepts in edmonton there's also foosh for like sneakers they're kind of like the og og foosh that's like f-o-o-s-h right yeah they launched their website recently foosh.ca you should go check it out they're like the ogs in terms of just having sneakers like they get all the hot shit they've been there since the 90s i think so it's like pretty like they know what they're doing they got the jays they get all the nikes yes, they yeah. get all the uh, like the one or two the cool Yeezys. adidas that come out of here yeah. yeah and people the thing is like it's such a family feeling i feel like all the most successful retail concepts in edmonton feel like family because lots of kids do turn up to wait like in the winter when it's like minus 20 like that's how serious people are about the shoes and about foosh no i understand yeah (laughs) i get that yeah and they also recently renovated their store it looks really nice i want to like sit on the floor (laughs) 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 you should see the look i'm getting i'm I'm gonna send an email to your therapist (laughs) 
I think like after working like retail, if I I want a store, you know, I didn't watch this movie Midsummer, but I kept on seeing that like do you feel held by him? I apply that to like a retail store. Do I feel held by the store? <laughs> I want to sit on your floor and just be like, "Yes. This is it." Not often, sometimes. Hmm. Are there any stores you feel held by? Vancouver? In general. In general. In your life. I also felt held by Todokeo. Todokeo is beautiful. Very held. It's like, "Oh my god, this is like the size of a warehouse yes but everything costs $1200 bank vault american yeah, yeah. i i was like can can i work here they're all so cool they yeah. were all just like ha 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 ha, ha. They're, no <laughs> they're all really chill i went downstairs um i i missed a step and almost oh, fell no. oh shit and the guy at the other side he was sitting at a desk he was just wearing a wife beater and some pants okay and he looked up at me and he's just like hey man you okay <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, all right, let me know if you need any help. And I'm like, I will, will do. And that's it. Yeah. That's all I needed. Yeah. Uh, I picked up a pair of uh, Margiela Tabby boots and I'm like, can I try these on? Oh. And they're like, yeah, just stuff your foot in there. And, and I'm like, like, yeah. And I tried to and I, it didn't work. Oh, no. And my friend who was there with me was like, I'll put them on. And she just slipped them on. And she's like, oh, these look so cute on me. I should get them. <laughs> and Did I'm she? Like, I don't know. Okay. The Margiela Tabby boot, it's like... I want Tabbies. They're gorgeous. Are those cultural appropriation, though? Uh... I really... I don't... How do people really feel? I don't know. I'm not going to think about it. Okay. The Tabby boot, it's like... I don't know. It's been in the Margiela line for so long. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. <sighs> We're just going to leave it. Okay, so I think it was like, the very first fashion show uh, Martin Margiela did for his uh, Margiela label oh. had the tabby boot. Mm-hmm. And he went to a um, a shoemaker and uh, went up to him and um, came up. Or it, it was either that or a shoe store. And he had like 1,500 of them. And he's like, I want to sell them to you and you only. 1,500? Yeah. Oh, my God. The Antwerp 5 are just shit. The um, yeah, but Margiela is a is a honorary member, so there's actually six. Oh yeah, the yeah. ghost. Yeah, yeah. There's like, what is it? It's Dries, Dir- Anne, Dirk Bickenberg, oh. uh, Dirk Van Syne, and Walter Van Bierendonk. Oh yeah, Dries oh. Van Noten, uh, Andy Mulemeister, and then additionally. The ghost. Martin Margiela. Of yeah. everybody's past. Yeah. <laughs> but like, no, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't Dries Van Noten. Dries Van Noten isn't involved. It was Angela, uh, Angela Yee. There's no. No, Mar- Marina Yee. Okay. Not Angela Yee. Like, Marina Yee. like Angela Yee. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, cr- I crossed way too many wires in my head. Her name is Marina Yee. She's like okay, a. I was like, shit. She's got a side gig. She's like a. She's like a rework, kind of like sustainable, slow made fashion, like. Okay, that's monster. cool. Monster. Oh, okay. That yeah. sounds very exciting. I think of all of them, my favorite might be uh, Walter von Bierendonk. I have. I'm gonna have to look Walter up. Oh, I have not. It's so playful. Is it? And it's so like, in your face, but it's also like it's like. It still carries that same sort of like um, destructive quality oh. that his contemporaries uh, and his friends had. Oh, 
uh, but it's it, it's weird. I it's weird. It's funky. It's great. I like, sorry, go on. No, 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 no. I was gonna say I really <laughs> wonder what that dynamic was. Like you're all friends. Like what is? I feel like there's this idea of like um, creative collectives. Yeah. Yeah. I, do they exist anymore? You gotta have money. <laughs> do yeah. you? You have to have money, or your parents still need to be paying for everything. Oh, because like I think of Tyler the Creators. Yeah. That whole. I mean, like he was staying on friends' couches and stuff. He yeah. has nothing else to do. He had like a MacBook and like. Yeah. Like, do you think that creative collectives will like, can still exist? I always wanted a creative collective. That's why I'm asking. I think so. <laughs> I. Yeah. Mm. Because like creative collectives kind of existed to like gestate talent. Yeah. To like. It's like a womb. Yeah. At some point, everybody's gonna pop out and be like. Uh, I'm successful to different extents. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the natural state of a collective, a uh, creative collective, is for them to s- depart. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, like, what's the last creative collective I followed? Ooh, that's a difficult question. Probably like awful music. Yeah. Yeah. I think like TDE o- in the beginning. Yeah, them as well. Mm. Um, and like. They definitely had a lot of creative influences on each other at the at the beginning. Yes. And, like, you can still tell where they all came from in their music now. Mm-hmm. And I especially love the whole um, Kendrick and the Little Homies chatting, like, their growth in terms of, like, music videos. I don't know if I follow. Because, like, in the beginning, you know, people have, like, directors, but basically Kendrick and I want to say Dave someone, I'm forgetting, anyway... I'll put this in the cliff notes, <laughs> but they have like Kendrick and the Little Homies, a collective, and they direct them the music videos now. Oh, okay. so it's all in house. I think Dave is also his manager. Yeah, I think that's really sick. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's his, his music videos are, are so good. I was gonna say not great. <laughs> oh, okay, I I think like they're good in terms of like there's always this attempt to push narrative that yeah. I appreciate. Which one is the one where he's wearing a D-squared t-shirt and they have him obviously up by, like, invisible string with the green screen in the background and he's just going like this? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that one was a bad one. <laughs> one I didn't pay attention to. I yeah. really loved um, the music videos for Damn. The music video for... Oh, which song? Not Humble, the one where he's like, fake my death, go to Cuba, that's the only option. Element. That mm. one was based off um, this black photographer who I'll also put in the cliff notes. And a lot of the, like moving motion moments were like um pivotal photographs that that photographer had interesting it was really great like i watched that music video on repeat for like a week (laughs) because you knew who the photographer was and you've known their work or did you learn that after watching the music i learned that after watching the music video oh because i was like oh this is so great and then i was like let me like educate myself about it and then i was like oh my god this is like even better (laughs) so like Okay, so uh, what I've always thought about Kendrick Lamar's visuals from what I've seen, and I kind of stopped watching after Damn. Mm-mm-mm. Actually, I don't think I have an opinion on this anymore. Okay, that's yeah, also yeah. A good thing. Let me let me just take a step back. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Did you want to talk about your week? Or I mean, let's not do that this week. <sighs> what happened to in my week? in two sentences? Oh, two ads. Because <laughs> I I don't know if I was gonna put my week into ads, I'd be like hydration exhale <laughs> talking people 
just had to speak to so many people this week. Oh. It's kind of like, oh, I don't want to. What am I going to do? It's crazy how, like, especially working retail, like, sometimes when you leave the shop, you're like, I know so many people. Like, do you ever see people and you're like, oh. I know them. I know you. Like, you might not remember me because I'm just someone um, who helped you, but. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a face. But yeah, no, I, I do recognize a lot of the people in that area. Mm. I do my best to avoid talking to them. That's fair. Because my natural state is introverted extrovert. That's fair. So it's like the people that I love. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk. Let's do like Yeah, yeah, whatever. If I don't know you, please don't talk to me. So this has been a PSA. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. If you listen to the podcast, <laughs> please come talk to me. I'd love to meet you, especially our four uh, Spanish listeners. <laughs> That would be great. Shout out to Spain. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Shouts out to Spain. Like, I'd love to come visit your beautiful country sometime. I, I don't hear know. it's beautiful. I'm trying to go to South America. But would you would you would you hang out with our listeners in Spain? Maybe, yeah. Darlene it's expensive for, to fly to Europe. Darlene confirmed for not loving our fans <laughs> as much as I do. <laughs> um, you know, love is a love is the outcome of a healthy relationship. I just don't know if we're there yet. (laughs) 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 It's only been like six weeks, you know. It's a little too early. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to give it like a yeah. Yeah, don't want to drop that L word too early or you're going to be catching another L word. (laughs) (laughs) Put two L's together with your thumbs together. It's a W. It makes a win. It's a W, you guys. Or a Wario. (laughs) Um, LOL. Okay, so Darlene. Yes. We talked a lot. We sometimes talk a lot about fashion. Sometimes. Yeah. But there's something that we... uh, Something else that we talk about. Like, we talk about, like, consuming fashion, creating fashion, and, like, our thoughts around fashion and branding. And we also talk about music a lot. Si, senor. But something that we don't really talk about is, like, you and your relationship to music and, like... So, so I'm gonna, oh, yeah. Oh so, this is what I mean when I say Eric scares me. He's always like, yo, you guys, you don't even know the torture. I'm, I'm sorry, I can put together a prof- proper preface and I can contextualize things. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. When, when did you, like, you, okay. you told me that you wanted to be a fashion designer at one point yeah. and you would always watch that E. No, fashion television. Fashion Shout television. out Jeannie Becker. Yeah. Yeah. Jeannie Becker? Yeah. All right, shouts out. But that was fake. <laughs> No, not not hell. Fashion television. Fashion television was fake. No, I mean me wanting. I've always wanted to be a musician. I was okay. Just afraid to be like, I want to be a musician. Right. Yeah. Say one more time, proudly into the microphone. I've always wanted to be a musician. Okay, perfect. Like hands down, that's the thing. I wake up like from dusk to dawn. <laughs> it's an excellent Zayn Malik song. Um, I that's that's it for me. That's kind of the one. So forever, the other things have just been side pieces. When what was the first instrument you you kind of learned how to play? Piano. The piano. Yeah. Are you like um? So I I did a little bit of piano, so I understand how like the grade system worked. Mm-mm. But what grade did you get to in piano? I do not remember. I honestly fell off piano just because of moving. Right. Um. Yeah, I have I have no recollection can at you, all. Can you still play your scales or? No, I have not. I did not go back to piano. That was, um, my mom put me in piano. I would like to go back. It's just not, 
a portable instrument, so I don't know the value in like sinking that time in. Right. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. I think one day. So, then you picked up the guitar. That was your next in- instrument, no. or was it the saxophone? I played piano. I played recorder. I played xylophone, <laughs> and then I played the saxophone. Tenor oh. sax for life. Okay, tenor gang. Yeah, gang gang. I fucking love my tenor sax. Okay, there's this fantastic feeling when you're playing the tenor sax. Yes. When you're playing a higher note, and then all of a sudden you need to play a very, very deep note. Yes. And it reverberates yes. through you. And your reed kind of like trembles a little. Yeah, it trembles in in your mouth. Yes, and you've got just the right like you've you've balanced it. You've pushed up on the reed with your tongue with the right amount of pressure, so you know it's not gonna like splinter anything. That is joy. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. Too bad saxophones are so expensive. Yeah, honestly. I I love that tenor sax. I used to walk with it to school and fall on ice all the time. <laughs> Yo, I like I I was like, yeah, ride or die for my tenor sax. Just the great feeling, the is resonance. It, oh. Is that your first instrument love? No. I I loved piano. I just wasn't really like I was I was a baby when I was playing piano. I see. Yeah. It was something I took for granted. I yeah me too yeah okay um then you picked up the guitar then I fell off because I was like fashion I don't need music I'm a serious academic and I want to be a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) years of running and hiding yeah I was kind like you can't duck your destiny but I was like I'm a duck it I'm a duck and hide (laughs) 12 rounds against Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I'm just going to duck. It's going to work. <laughs> Next thing you know, the ref is like, one, two, Yeah. Three. And the words start kind of like melting together because you're passed out and kind of just sounds like <laughs> destiny. <laughs> so yeah, then I was um, a very serious academic. And no, I wasn't a serious academic, you guys. I was just <laughs> like, ha, 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 ha. What was your GPA? I honestly don't remember. That's how uh-huh. not serious I was because I didn't check. Okay, okay. As long as I like passed enough to get to, I don't know. For me, I was kind of like, since high school, I was like, I'm so over this grades GPA thing. I, I was somebody in high school who got fairly high grades. Oh. Were you also somebody in high school who got fairly high grades? I mean, I made the honors roll, but like, who cares? High school's fucking easy. I don't care what anybody. I don't know. I took IB. That was not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But like IB was kind of like a fast track into whatever university you wanted in Canada. My school was not semestered. I think that's what really added to it. Right. Yeah. So I was taking like ten classes one year. Mm. At once. <laughs> okay, regular high school. Yeah. It's easy. Okay. <laughs> like I understand that like there's some circumstances involved that makes it so that people can't get the the. I'm speaking from a place of privilege because okay. my house was like fairly stable and oh. maybe the most like disruptive part of my household was the emphasis on grades. Uh-uh. So then there was an added You're incentive like... for me to do well. Okay. But I was never like a, like it wasn't until recently where I became somebody who kind of like went and got things. Oh. Instead, I just worked around things and had things kind of like given to me, right? 
and here i'll give an example of that so like when i was in high school uh-huh. instead of like studying my ass off oh. i just hung out with the really studious kids <laughs> right and they'll be like i'll be like hey let's hang out and they're like yeah okay do you have your science homework and i'm like yeah i do and it's uh-huh. like let's do it and uh-huh. i'm like oh i'm learning so much lol that's so cute <laughs> um <laughs> And it helped because I was in the Mall United Nations Club, so right? Like and all of them, they're doing like AP physics. Yeah, they're yeah. doing like law. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got history later. I, I might. I'm thinking <laughs> of taking earth sciences for my science credit. <laughs> I don't know. I think like um, my parents were always very big on like discipline. Yeah. Yeah. That was the most important thing. It doesn't matter like. Your natural abilities are good up to a certain point. The rest is getting in there, getting down and grimy, getting the things, doing the things. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. In high school a lot, I was just like, I don't want to talk about grades because I think it just put, it was just a lot of emphasis. People would like do a test and be like, what did you get? And in uni, I was just like, I'm just here to do my thing and mind my business. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so I did that. So <laughs> when did you pick up the guitar? I picked up the guitar last year. Last year? Deadass. Damn. Yeah. And you've already played, like, open mics. Yeah. Just I, um, solo with your guitar. I started learning guitar, like, last October, and I did my first open mic this much. Wow. Because uh, I was, like... <laughs> it's now's the time <laughs> yeah yeah honestly so you kind of you kind of just like decided all right i'm gonna be serious about this yeah and then you went in and you were serious about this yeah i was like taking voice i'd finish uni and i was like oh like i could like play guitar and i got a guitar teacher and then he was like we're gonna learn a few songs at a time and i was like what i don't even know how to hold this thing and then it got to a point where I was like, this doesn't sound totally terrible, so I should go to an open mic. Nice. Yeah. That's really refreshing. I don't know. I, it's when like, I <laughs> like you hear so many creatives, and myself included, where it's like gestation, gestation, yeah. gestation. And you're kind of like, you know what? I'm good enough. I can do it. <laughs> Who cares if I fuck up? I mean, when I came to Vancouver, just for my, like, um, for an interview, I came here just for a week before I moved. I decided to do an open mic as well because I was like, fuck it. So I found an open mic and I went and one of the songs, I, I learned Frank Ocean's um, I could never make him. What's that song? Bad Religion. Yes. And I forgot some of the chords. There's, um because I didn't, I don't know bad chords. I didn't know bad chords. There's some like, you can do like replacement bad chords, but they're lower down on the neck of the guitar. And so I was like singing and I was sitting on a stool and I couldn't look down <laughs> so I was trying to like instinctively <laughs> move uh-huh. <laughs> but I think that's like the beauty um what I learned is like it doesn't matter yeah yeah it doesn't have to be perfect you just have to fucking do it yeah was that a was that a C sharp or a D minor <laughs> it was like you go C sharp major yeah. I think there's like um a G something that's easy but the C sharp major the it's it's kind of weird okay yeah i struggled here's a question for you okay do you play bar chords by putting your entire finger across the the bar and then making the chord shape or do you do you pull make the chord chord shape with your with your hands mute the other strings 
or like press down the other strings with your thumb? Neither. 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 How do you um, how do you play a bar chord? Then? I don't play bar chords. There's like you just play open chords. I play co- yeah the open chords because you can do like open chords that are the bar chord but without like the full resonance that you'd get if you were like pressing on like all the strings right. Okay. So I play those. I've been trying, but it's gonna happen when it happens. Bar chords. Yeah. But like bar chords are just like the chord except plus a bar. Yeah. And then you can kind of just like like the 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 shape when you make like a E. <laughs> E major? Yeah. Or like an E? That that's like you're like Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just like this, right? Yeah. And then when or like okay, I'm I'm making like a gnarled hand go, motion go towards Google it, you guys. towards Darlene. Please Google it. But like all you need to do is like you turn that into your pinky and then this finger like that and then you cross your finger. I think the struggle for me is you know how like you have to go down the neck cuz my fingers are kind of weird. Like my pinky is like short. What what is that? Is that is that a tattoo on your pinky? Yeah. I yeah. Okay. I I can see how it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like anyway, whatever. We overcome all struggles, you guys. But yeah, that's me and music. Okay. <laughs> when did you write your first song? Um, like with instrumental or just like in general. In general. Like lyrics. Yeah. Um, when I was like fourteen. Fourteen. Or maybe thirteen. Do you remember what the song was about? I've always been writing. Do you remember what the song was about? Some bullshit. No. Yeah. Come on. I, I have. I, I think. Do you I still have it? <laughs> in my childhood home, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do you want me to go back uh, and excavate? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Darlene's parents, if you could send that to me, or like if you guys have Instagram, could you like DM me the lyrics? Hello. I'll do a dramatic reading. I can like find them for you. Give me the chords. <laughs> I'll sing the song. I'll be like, bam. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah cool yeah um so when did you write a full song like a full song um like finished it or just started finished it finished uh, finished a full song technically like was it april yeah so after your first uh, open mic, yeah. you're like, okay, I'm like, here's my first song. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, if I'm serious about this, I'm serious. Yeah, so. absolutely. So then you went and you got it done. Because I was just chilling. I was just going to work and then coming home and being like. What is this? Yeah. What is, um, so, so <laughs> what, what was the subject matter of your first song? Oh, I don't. I I don't want to talk about it. Is it because this might be a song that you actually release? I, I'm gonna release it for sure. Okay. Yeah. Is this like the first song that you have that you're ready to like 100% fully release? Well, it's like a precious child. There's other things coming before that, but you'll definitely know when you hear it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to hear that. I'm patiently patient <laughs> sorry I, I had to yawn no, it's, it's okay you're like oh so boring it's uh, my weekend it's it's not that you're boring no, it's that I, I am boring you guys don't worry I'm boring <laughs> I just I like to chill um drinking lots of tea I was drinking this tea with like ginger in it and you know how like usually they're like steep for four minutes so like I was like if you just put a little hot water in and then you steep it for like 20 minutes 
and then you add more hot water. You know when the ginger gets that zing and it like warms your like throat. Yeah. Yeah, to get that zing. That's the major key you didn't ask for. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But yeah, I I I'd be writing them songs. Yeah. Yeah. You about ginger tea? Yeah. yeah okay. My ginger. So, uh, so when you when you write a song, right? Yeah. It are seems we excavating me right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why are we excavating <laughs> me? Because we've excavated me enough. Uh, but I like excavating you. Okay. So Darlene. <laughs> okay. When it comes uh, uh, to hearing a lot of the music that you're really interested in, yeah, right? Yeah. There's a lot of songs <laughs> that are like absolute trash. <laughs> really, really serious. Okay. It's a lot of serious stuff. Are they? Yeah, yeah. Know. It's a lot of songs about like love and like race and f- songs about like um yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But like that's just my life. So are your songs kind of like indicative of like the the music that you listen to? I would say no, no, not at all. I don't think those two wires cross for me. Okay. Yeah. So then, in terms of like uh, sonic inspiration, yeah. where does that come from? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. You better recognize Dolly Parton, <laughs> Kenny Rogers, Don Williams. You better put some respect on that country, okay? That's, yeah. All you need is a chord and a story. Yo, three chords and truth, man. Yeah, three chords and truth. Um, yeah, country music. I grew up listening to a lot of country. Okay. And like a lot of Lingala. It's like a Central African type of music. Um, no, I'm I'm not from because I people always ask. Stop asking. <laughs> you're you're wrong. You'll never get it. It's annoying. I've I've met people who've gotten it. Yeah, I've met many who haven't. <laughs> <laughs> If people could pay me before they ask, please. Um, it's a five dollar, five US dollars. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, you'll open up like a, a Venmo account. Yeah, for real. If they want to guess, then for real. You have but to buy your album first. Yeah, I'm like, come at me the right way, but yeah, a lot of country, some reggae, Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman. Done so many things wrong. I don't think I've ever listened I don't to Tracy know. Chapman. What? Yeah. You need to get on that. I'm very contemporary with my music choices. It's o- only until recently where I kind of started going backwards. Have you? Yeah. Yo, dude, I, I, I told you this before. I want to write a Gregorian chant. So if anybody's trying to write a G- Gregorian chant with me, you better hit me up. Ah. Uh, yeah. Just very hymnal. Yo, dude. Very booming. That's my dream. You could, you could probably, like, as long as it's something new, there's somebody willing to listen to it. I right? don't think I'm ever worried about listeners. Like, in the sense that that's something I can't control. <laughs> Eric is just so bored. He's like, oh, my God. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> just like, it's it's Sunday. What's happening? What's what's uh, what's happening? What's the mood? I'm just tired. Take it easy. Yeah, things are exhausting. Mm, but it, it's almost the end of the year. Yeah, it's almost the end of the year. But that's like that. That's something that doesn't really that's not like a real, real thing. No? I, uh, OK, I don't know. It's. Oh no, it's just like wake up, go to work, go home, sleep. There's a lot of joy in between those moments. Yeah. I, I, the other day I was on the bus and I saw this um this couple holding hands. I don't know what it was about the way they were holding hands and I was like, "Oh, that's that's real life." Yeah. Oh, this kid was just smiling this morning. Like biggest smile lit up the whole face. And I was like, "That's joy." That's I th- life. I think I would. Pr- 
probably need to change the way that I interact with the world. Oh, I uh, maybe not. Maybe. Oh, okay, so yesterday I didn't listen to music at all. How did that make you feel? It made me feel weird. Why? Like I was laying down in bed, and it wasn't until like it wasn't like a like a a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm thinking about this. Oh. It's kind of like, hey, I was laying down on bed, uh, down in my bed. I'm like, I didn't listen to anything today, and like. Oh, I started thinking about all the albums I've been listening to. Mm. Um, and I was just listening to podcasts all day. It's not like I was listening to nothing. And I felt kind of weird about it because there's like definitely an amount of enjoyment that I get from listening to music. And like, I, I want to say that it's like, it's quite a bit of enjoyment. Oh. And then just the way that my day went yesterday, I didn't interact with music at all. And I don't know if I was any happier or less happy because of it. Oh. And then it had me thinking, like, if I was to delete my Spotify account, would I still be okay? I've deleted my Spotify before. It's chill. I think what it does is it really reminds me of the music I actually like enough to remember. I guess so, yeah. Like, not, not habitual. You're there, so I'm gonna... I mean, I remember a lot of music that I like oh. by, like, singing it back. I can't, I can't really sing back, like, Dots freestyle remix off, like, All My Heroes Are Cornballs by JPEG Mafia, right? Or, like, I can, I guess I can, like, pretend to go buck to, like, 15th and the 1st by uh, Waka Flocka Flame and Gucci Mane, Mm-mm-mm. right? Like, but, like, there's, there's sometimes, like, you can't quite experience music unless you, like, actually listen to it. That's true. Yeah. You know, like, Spotify, all these streaming services kind of... I hate the regional blocks. There's this song by Yumire that's, like, so good. She recorded it for this, like, Korean TV show. And they took it off. They're like, it's not available in your region. That's I was, stupid. I was so cheesed. Why, why would they do that? I have no idea. So I went and bought it on iTunes, but, like, I was like, okay think about how many less how many less people are going to actually listen to this song now right and she's a legend living legend like uh we've been talking a lot about albums and songs of the decade yeah even though like we've both come to an understanding that it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> What's we that? we can't help it but Every like <laughs> but like send each other tracks or it's just like this is my song of the decade <laughs> and then five minutes later i'm like this is the song of the decade it's not drunken tiger yoon marae so good yo maybe maybe you have like a korean top songs of the decade yeah <laughs> yeah me too uh yeah. I, I, i'm i'm rocking with like uh you can't go wrong with gangnam's <laughs> i don't listen to korean music at all say um that was a cultural moment it was a cultural moment i'm gonna i'm gonna go out and say i I am Korean. Yeah. Culturally, I'm Korean. Yeah. Uh, but culturally, I am not Korean. Okay. That's I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't interact with Korean media, and I have like a lot that I dislike about Korean media. Mm-mm. Media. Mm. And I, I. I also dislike it when people identify me by Korean media. Okay, that's fair. I just like cool shit. Yeah. There's cool shit happening in SK. What? Uh, it reminds me of that. Do you know of that about that uh, story where Dave Chappelle was talking about Kanye West? No. And they were in they were in uh, Dave Chappelle's like viewing room, oh. and they were watching episodes of uh, of of uh, the Dave Chappelle show before it came out. Oh. And Kanye West, this is before he blew up. He got a phone call, 
and he's like yeah no i'm i'm at dave's right now and then he's like yeah it's because i'm dope and i do dope shit (laughs) (laughs) and he hangs up on the person i i think um as a creative as a musician south korea is an interesting place because so much of that I don't know if people still call it like Hallyu, like the Korean wave, but so much of that is government funded. The Korean entertainment industry is like the part of the Korean government's like economic plan. I I can see that in the way that like the economic returns need to be instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of things. I did um like the conglomerates. I don't know. It's just so it's so led, so nuanced. There's a lot of really brilliant people who have more knowledge and understanding than I do. Writing about it, there's an excellent professor at UBC who I'll put in the cliff notes. Who, um, um, from what peers have told me, does excellent sort of like takes on South Korean culture, especially like looking at the media industry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's preface this though. Is the is the UBC professor Korean? Yeah, he's he's Korean. He okay. lived in Korea, um, grew up there, worked there, and then left and uh, came here. He used to teach at U of A, and then he moved to. UBC. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, climbing the ladder. Because <laughs> um, U of A was cutting down the, well, the faculty of East Asian Studies is going through some things, but. Um, oh really? The faculty of East Asian Studies in the University of Alberta. <laughs> There's a lot of cool music in South Korea. Yeah. I don't know if I have like a song of the decade. Okay. So, you know, Oh Hyak, Hyako. I always confuse the band name, Hyako. They've got some fucking riveting stuff. I think, I think I haven't interacted with a lot of Korean music. Okay. But I also really, really like the, I don't know. There's like kind of like this cultural uh, thing in Japan where they take a lot of like I, I listen to like a bit of Japanese music uh-uh. and I find that what they do very well is like they'll take concepts and ideas that exist other places mm. and then um, elevate it in a certain way Okay, right yeah. so then the, it's kind of like a take like uh, we're taking from the taker kind of thing uh-huh. so like things like Japanese Americana fashion uh-huh. but yeah. also like some of the like Ko is like so untouchable oh as, gosh, a ha- yes. as a rapper yes um, Stan Ko forever. Like, there's, like, Japanese, like, different, like, Japanese, like, there's Japanese hardcore bands. There's, like, Japanese, like, math rock bands. There's, like, acid jazz bands. Like, bands that, like, are so fantastic and would be so popular if they were just American Mm-mm. and were from the States, Mm-mm. right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, in terms of, like, creative expression, I think it's hard to kind of, like, touch some of the, like, bands and musicians in Japan. Oh. Um, and it's kind of like, hey, we're going to let these people like grow and do their own thing independently. Oh. Where in Korea, I feel like the goal is like f- first and foremost, like the way that they take from the taker Uh-oh. is like it's it's um, how do I want to say it? It's like they're really great at replicating something. OK, so and like in, in the pop culture media. Uh-huh. Right. So like. The types of songs, the type of pop songs, the type of R&B songs, the type of hip-hop songs, Mm -hmm. it all moves concurrently with the United States. It does. Yeah, and that's the part where it's like, if I wanted to listen to this music, I'll just listen to the stuff I can understand. I mean, I think there's some original takes within that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like what's happening in... 
I don't know if it's really the underground scene because again I don't know South Korea but Rad Museum Rad Museum he released this album called Scene in 2017 he put it up on Instagram and so th- I think there's like eight tracks there was a picture for each track and then he wrote a story about them I didn't get to read this because it was all in Korean and he'd pulled it down <laughs> and I was like but if there's any Korean listeners out there that could possibly, you know, send us archives of that, illuminate the meaning, because people said it was really great. But he released this um, album called Scene. And I think for me, maybe it's it's album of the decade for me. Album of the decade for you? Yeah. Scene, Scene. by Rad. Rad Museum. Ma- Rad Museum. Highlights okay. um, Dancing in the Rain, Tiny Little Boy and Woman. And the album cover is so cute. It's um, I'm trying to show you, but this uh, internet is acting up. Come on, internet! <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi gods or data gods? Oh, do you geez. say data or data? Data. Okay. Why can we no longer be friends anymore? Yeah, this is it. How do you say bag? A bag. I don't know. I say things really weird. Yeah, no, yeah. we're, we're going to have to we're going to have to fight. But basically this. his album covers Romans 818. I don't think there's any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. Roman 818. Yeah. Wow. And I think you can hear that sort of tone in the music. <laughs> that that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like a bible thing. That just seems like a general wisdom thing. Yeah. Like you're having a shitty shitty day, Romans 818. But I don't it's it's a beautiful a beautiful album. Go listen to it. Okay. Stream Rad it. Museum yeah. scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's your album of the decade. That's 26 minutes of pure album of the decade. Okay. It's only 26 minutes? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a short listen, and that's kind of refreshing. Seven songs. I thought you said eight. I, tr- I was tripping. Okay. <laughs> I counted them again. Sorry for party rocking. <laughs> I did my mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what I was thinking for next week, right? Oh. <laughs> was we got we got like multiple different like song of the decade we do kind of thing, right? we do so why don't we link up before the podcast mm-hmm. and show each and other listen to Tanache's link up <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tanache's music is gonna be on anybody's top five list except for Darlene's <laughs> we were talking we were talking okay, at, so <laughs> we were talking at work about like how you stand like mid-tier R&B artists because yeah. like and I was, I was like yeah Tanashi's kind of mid-tier and you're like yeah mm. and like you know what Rihanna's music that's kind of mid-tier too you know what would be song of the decade what two weeks by FK Twigs yeah that's a that's a good choice it's been five years and it still bangs <laughs> I'm never sick of it yeah yeah no that song's amazing um LP1 it's fucking I don't know it's a masterpiece I don't know it was so it's like because Magdalene is kind of like alternative R&B mm. in terms of like the song structure mm. and it's also a little bit poppy as well I want to know how to get Arka's number <laughs> <laughs> but like LP1 right yeah, yeah. is so obtuse I remember being 19 and like being like whoa well like like the the instruments that were coming in, like the yeah, I hope it hurts. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm e- even like her saying those things. Yeah, she's like, 
that gal you're with, she's weak sauce. Yeah. I don't really think you could handle me, <laughs> but if you give me two weeks, like... Yeah, and at the same time, there's, like, a huge horn going in the back, like, and I'm like, what is this? It's so, yeah. Yeah. Like, all of it. All of it. The 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 beginning, higher than a motherfucker, dreaming of you as my lover. It's just, it's so subversive. I, I just... Yeah. Yeah. That it, was the first song I learned to play on guitar. Is, is there two weeks <laughs> it would, but you would have to like extrapolate the chords out of like something no, right it's very straightforward actually so like y- you like play an open string and then you play a chord with the rest of the strings <laughs> to, to replicate it, uh, the horn it has no back chords oh. it's all about like the strum pattern ah, I see. yeah it's actually um the sheet music for that is lovely okay yeah i'll yeah. take your word for it you i can bring you if you want to look at it i there forgot how to read sheet music okay that's cool yeah, two weeks. I, I think about that song a lot. It's exciting. Okay. Uh, well, I was thinking what we could do is like next week, yeah. we could like, we could really, 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 really. Break it down? Yeah, like break it down, okay. right? Into like uh, Spotify playlists. Oh, shit. Right? Oh, shit. And then we could send them to each other. Okay. And then we could arrange each other's songs oh, of the decade. Oh, okay. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Let's do yeah. that. I'm down. Cause like, Are we keeping this in the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's okay for people to know what they're going to get in a podcast. Okay. I think that's proper. <laughs> Um, yeah, totally. I'm 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 uh, gonna put in uh, "You" by Kendrick Lamar. Oh my God, that song haunted me. It's so powerful. Loving you is complicated. Loving you is complicated. Yeah. Oh my God. That song Shit. is amazing. I Janae Aiko has a song. I think it's called Mirrors. We'll talk about this next. Is it week. a Justin Timberlake cover? No, <laughs> Justin Timberlake wishes. I like it when artists talk about themselves. And she's talking about herself. She's like, if you're my reflection, I'll send you the link. Okay. Everybody go listen to it. Um, do you think there's like an artist of the decade, like an artist who really, really defined this last 10 years? Beyonce. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Beyonce just changed the game up when she dropped... Uh, like self-titled yeah there's so many artists now who want to drop many multiple music videos who want to drop unannounced who want to take things to the cinematic next level after lemonade like she really she sets the bar and yeah. then people she also has like the most resources though i can't imagine that I'm, there's any other r&b or pop star in the on this planet save maybe like taylor swift who has a- as much resources but i think that's the thing having resources isn't always having like that eye Mm -hmm. i think she still has that eye because like no beyonce like nobody leaks her shit like people are really about that life like they they're the people on her team like Like, they they love and believe in her yeah like when things leak it's because she consented to it right it's not just like a sideways oh you know yeah i i think like that's powerful did did you hear about lil uzi vert's um uh, eternal attacke yeah he had some of his music leaked by like somebody very close in his team exactly and his he, they kicked him out of his place they didn't like hurt him or anything like that and then un, uh it's kind of rough but like the person that he kicked out threatened to kill himself over this mistake it's I, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, honestly, but um, th- there's nothing proper that we can say about that. Yeah, that's why I, I respect and adore Beyonce. 
because she's like beyond resources like she she's really got it like that okay yeah i think like self-titled elevated the idea of a collective music experience as she said in her like youtube videos about it it was something that we all at the same moment were like oh my god you gotta get on itunes gotta download right um and the music videos petition like all of it you know well like oh my god okay yeah i i think beyonce definitely has like a like she could she has a claim to the artist of the decade if that matters and people don't give her props like i mean like was beyonce the uh artist of the decade last decade no is that britney spears was it kanye I th- west i think it was probably britney what about jay-z i know you don't really like jay-z but like it's not that i don't like jay-z i just don't i don't think about jay-z mm. yeah <laughs> there's a lot of like there's like a lot of artists who like control the airwaves like a little bit more last decade mm. but like when 50 cent was big oh, he was yeah. so big oh yeah when kanye west was big he was so big i mean do you think drake uh, this decade yeah like yeah i don't think that drake is necessarily like the best musician yeah but he's definitely dominated he is so at one point in his career he is he was so original and prolific yeah yeah and because he was original and he created this whole he created a whole new market in hip-hop he did that like all of a sudden all these other artists on this planet could be like hey i have feelings yeah i can i can do this too and that kind of like the the ground was kind of paved a little bit by people ragging on kanye yeah right yeah, so definitely. Like, without Kanye, there wouldn't be Drake. But without Drake, there wouldn't be like this Anything. huge, huge like hip hop might not be the most popular genre in the world exactly. right now. Exactly. If it wasn't for Drake, so I think yeah, Drake also needs his uh, props for being a cultural icon. Uh, yeah. I think his team is like. <sighs> I can't trust anybody who's around Drake. I mean, but they trust each other. Yeah, they rock a lot of Versace, probably. Versace, 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 Versace. Because they're all fucking snakes. Uh, yeah no i can't i just can't trust drake Um, i i get that he's important to this to to the current musical landscape yeah i'm his personality i don't know him but culturally yeah culturally he's important he's made impact like an asteroid but please stop messaging those girls yeah yeah please stop i just (sighs) yeah yeah. um Tyler, the creator for Artists of the Decade. No. No? No. I think... I think he's had influence on people. I think uh, the... Okay, I think the Tyler, the creator influence has rubbed off on, like, a lot... Like, not a lot of people, but the people that it's rubbed off on, it's like... It's done a lot. Yeah. It's like fucking Midas Gold Dust. He's like... Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like... Vince Staples, El Sweatshirt. I'm I'm thinking... I'm thinking more like... Kaliuchis. Tierra Whack wouldn't be tierra whack okay, okay. W- without like the like the opening of like these really really colorful like toy box aesthetics uh-uh. um he ki- he kind of opened up the doors to not necessarily being like super serious uh. with the things that he was doing and like allowing there to be like a lot of color allowing yourself to be like really vulnerable or like telling a story through your music videos he's playful yeah very playful yeah something like also like amine Amine, especially during his Good For You era, where it was all like, you know, like, I need a spice girl. 
I don't know. I was never really like that excited by Amina. His his album, uh, one point five, it's really good. I I tried. You have? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just like really catchy and really fun all throughout. I just. I, yeah. Yeah. Um. Shout out to him. I think, I think with Tyler the Creator, like he was one of he's like an example of an artist where it's like th- there was no industry meddling in this whatsoever, mm-hmm. and it was all so public and publicized, and we all got to see him grow, change, make new m- music, develop. You heard him get better every single album I and mature. I really love how you can tell he's doing it for himself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. It's all about what pleases him sonically, even with his like festival, with his clothes and his match. Yeah. He just wants to be having fun for himself. It's just him. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. I'm like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I do think when I see people wearing like full golf outfits, I'm oh. kind of like, oh. I don't know. I don't think about that. Yeah. I've, uh, this year, I think I've just, uh, can I design your merch? Yeah, wait, did you ask if you can design my merch? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Totes my goals. Just let me know. Oh, okay, totally. Yeah. You're, oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to hear the album first. <laughs> That's your stipulation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I can't make, like, accurate, like, merch if it's not, like... I mean, yeah. How crazy would it be if you went up in, a, in like, a, an elaborate outfit for, like, one of your concerts, oh. and then somebody went to the merch booth, oh. and then the elaborate outfit was on sale there? Bam! Yeah, 2000. You got 2000? I'd be like, yeah, hit me. Yeah. I, um, yeah. You I think... It. Right now is a time for me to be silent. <laughs> Maybe me too. Um I just uh What have you been listening to this week? What kind of media have you been consuming? Lady by Kenny Rogers. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing you post a lot of um Kenny Rogers on your uh, Instagram feed. I, I I listened to that song when I was a kid. And then, like, I don't know why. I was like, I want to listen to Lady. And, yo, that shit bangs. <laughs> like, the piano, the way it rises. And just the way he comes in, he's like, Lady. Na, 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 na. Oh, it's just so good. Oh. Um, so his vocals are particularly... Him and Lionel Richie really snapped when they wrote that. Well, Lionel wrote that, and then Kenny sang it. Snapped. Um, so, Lady, I've also been listening to a lot of Gregorian chants. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing that on your feed as well, too. It's kind of <laughs> like Dar- Darlene's Wild Ride. <laughs> I don't think it's wild. Um, DS Irae, I, I don't Latin, so... Yeah, but that sh- that sh- that shit bangs. <laughs> like like yo, oh you, my god. You know how we have a coworker that describes everything uh that he likes as hard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. That shit bangs. It's hard. Um and less Tanache this week, but honestly still Tanache. I don't know how you can keep listening to that album. It's really great. Like as like I can listen to it while doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're ever in an elevator, just like, oh yeah, let's listen to some Tanash. I love cash race. <laughs> it's a cash race. <laughs> you in last place. 
Oh. I don't know. I told I think maybe I just love like this mood that she's in of like I I I said this last podcast just like coming back to yourself and not not involving your monkeys, your circus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just keeping it kind of like 100 just like Don't get involved in unnecessary drama. I think especially I appreciate her talking about it in reference to like love cuz I think a lot of music is very like I will fight you. But I said this last podcast, so go listen to last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, I'm going to mind my business. I'm like, yeah, you're right. But Gregorian Chants, Lady by Kenny Rogers, and Claire de Lune by Kamasi Washington. Oh, God. Listen to that on repeat. 12 minutes on repeat? <laughs> yeah. That Those those saxophones are so swoozy. So? Oh, my God. It's, very, it's a very romantic song. You guys, I was... I was transported. I was like, this is the romance of life. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Kamasi Washington, if you ever hear this, you are a god amongst men. Like, the introduction of Claire de Lune, and when the sax comes in, I just wanted to cry. Oh, it's so good. It's, I just, yeah, yeah. I'll probably cut the Tanashi shit out. Kids <laughs> will be like, "Why?" Uh, but that that it, it bangs. I'm it. excited to see your um. I'm excited to see your songs of the decade list because, like, I'm thinking, like, are we gonna have any songs that overlap? Oh, oh, maybe. Is there just like an earthquake or something? Uh, also, an excellent Tyler the Creator song. What have you been listening to this week? Um, I've been listening to. <sighs> listening to i uh it doesn't it doesn't have to be music yeah i know i've been i i watched the beginning of the third season of uh the dragon prince have you heard of the dragon prince it's from the same writers as uh avatar the last airbender mm. aaron Essaz. <gasps> yesterday i listened to akatel the last pitch bender <laughs> what Sorry, is the <laughs> alcatel the last pitch b- bender <laughs> yeah it was a, Isn't it was Alcatel Aca- like a tech company that makes no, tablets? It's, it's Agatha, the last pitch bender. Okay, does it was an acapella thing? But oh, okay. Sorry, go on. I, I'm wondering, like, like do they bend like pitch, as in like tar? Yeah. No, they bend pitch like alto soprano, bass, tenor. Okay, should excuse. But yeah, I've been watching the Dragon Prince. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's all 3D animation. Ooh. What what's it on? Is it like Netflix? Or yeah, yeah, it's oh. on Netflix. It's a Netflix okay. special. They've already oh. finished two seasons. The third season, I'm not sure if it's a half season or a full season, but it's all out. Okay. Or, or like a, a number of episodes are out. So I'm gonna I, take a look. It's joyful. Yeah. Um, it's also a really inclusive cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it's a really inclusive cartoon as well. Um, it's got the same sort of wit that Avatar has. Mm. But you can kind of tell that, like, the characters... I just dropped my phone. That's okay. It'll live there for now. Um, The characters kind of uh, fit into their, like, avatar contemporary roles as well. So you go from Aang to Boomerang? (laughs) You you got, like, a... Okay, so, like, the, the prince... So it's about, like, these two princes and this assassin girl. Are there spoilers? Uh, no, I'm going to be really general about okay. this. So uh, they, they essentially have to go on a big adventure. 
the assassin girl is from the magical kingdom uh and she's a moon shadow elf yeah and she's irish and then uh there's the prince and he's this um black kid and he's like eight right he's he's real small and he likes to talk to animals and he has like a glow toad that's his pet and it's uh its name is bait and um and then there's a there's another kid and he's his uh stepbrother and he's like a 13 year old like lanky white dude and it's a story about them uh trying to stop a war that's cool yeah but like it's like oh i can i've watched avatar i just finished avatar again right like i can see where they're going with here because mm. like at one point one of the characters learned magic and guess what magic that they learned first something to do with air air oh air yeah oh yeah um I want to meet somebody who thinks that J. Cole is the best rapper. <laughs> I think I know someone. Okay. I could make arrangements. Yeah, please. I'd like to talk to them about that. I was just <laughs> listening to the last album by uh, Platinum Selling Recording and Performance Artist J. Cole. Uh, K.O.D. Boy, is that album rough. I think Forest Hills 2014 had some really good highs. But I don't think that album is very good. It's just his best. Yeah. And I also liked a few tracks off the one after. For wh- Is it For Whom the Bell Tolls? Or I don't know. The one about... Um, that has a mortal on it. It's Is that the album okay, with that? Uh, think I'm selling dope. Motherfucker, so I, I am. am. Yeah, that's. I am. Yeah, that that um, what was that album called? I don't know. I I just remember it not being like very great. I I I liked some songs. There was that um, that sort of love song that he puts in twice, but it's different each time. Was that off like Friday Night Lights? No, no. Wait, I'm actually gonna turn on my data for this. But like, I really loved those songs. Yeah, um, but it's just like. Like, he'll come up with a concept. Mm. The concept is so, like... For Your Eyes Only is the album. So, She's Mind Pet 1 and She's Mind Pet 2. Oh, right, right. Those were really good in terms of, like, self-reflection. I feel like J. Cole will come up with a concept, but he'll stop at, like, like step one. He's like, oh, this part? Yeah. I mean... Let's, Let's make a song about drugs are bad, right? Okay, okay, cool. What what else is bad? Money. Money's bad. Let's call this song ATM. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not worrying about other musicians' growth. I'm worrying about mine. I mean, like, I, I don't make music. I'm kind of a music consumer. Okay. And, like, in that way, like, being able to listen to music and, like, dissect music is kind of... I dissect my own music. That's it. <laughs> but would you be able to dissect your own music if you hadn't listened to any other music? Yeah. Okay, so so my 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 illustration teacher in school. Yes. Uh lovely Korean lady. Her name's Julia. She was super talented. Mm-mm-mm. Um she came up to me and was like, "Okay, Eric, drawing is like writing a book, right? You can try and draw 1,000 drawings Mm. and you'll get better really slowly Mm. 
but you can try and copy mm. a thousand artists' work first mm. before you do your own original drawing, mm. and you'll be much better. And then she was like, "It's kind of like if you were to try and write a book,、mm. you could just write a thousand books, or you could read a thousand books first and then write a book,、mm. and then probably the reading a thousand books first probably help you out in writing a book." I guess hearing that, I'm not objectively distant and distant. Distant. <laughs> you okay? I'm not objectively distanced enough from my like、um, life processes to say what it really is. Because maybe I did listen to a thousand songs before I wrote my own. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. Like you, like there's there's nothing creative these days that isn't influenced somehow by the zeitgeist. Yeah. So like even like the wacky music that Tyler the Creator made, it's so obvious to hear like his inspirations from say, Pharrell. There's such a strong Pharrell、mm, influence、mm. in there, right? But like I don't know. I'm just um. This is why I was speaking on collectives. I just want to like make something, and then that's it. Be in the process of making it. Why don't you start your own collective? I don't know who's gonna. Who, are you gonna be my collective? <laughs> I don't know. The thing, the thing, I don't know. We'll talk about this after the podcast. What are the perks? The perks are like it's a it's an ecosystem. Vacation pay? Oh, totally. And how do they pay too? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Where do I sign up? <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. Pulls out my iPhone. Dotted line and everything. Bam. But I think that's a podcast for this week. Yeah, I think that's a podcast. Thank you guys as always for listening. Um, we're gonna we're gonna open up our.、Uh, Our our podcast emails、uh, that we'll probably just edit in on a future date. Yeah. Once we get that set up. Oh, maybe you should like DM us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If、uh, anybody wants to know what our socials are and can't see on the <laughs> um on the 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 page of our、uh, of podcast our podcast、uh, on Instagram, I am at Danger Han and、uh, Darlene. You are. At Akoi, A K O Y I. You can find us on our socials there. You have to look for my Twitter, but Darlene's SoundCloud is the same as her Instagram. Exacto Mundo. Yeah. Uh, get. Uh, maybe one day there'll be a、uh, music or clothing coming from one of us. Ooh. I'm gonna drop the album. Darlene's gonna drop a line. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you flossy. Yeah. Okay. We'll see y'all next week. Goodbye. Bye.